This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. What's going on? What's happening? You are listening to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the night. I am Anthony. Welcome to the show. Welcome to my bar. And how's everybody doing tonight? Hope you, let's all sit back, relax, have a drink, and uh, well, let's just talk a little while. So anyway, uh, we got to get a little, little business. Little, 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 little. Yeah, I can, yeah I'm, I'm really ready to make a podcast right now. No, I'm not going to edit that. Oh, we got a little bit of business to take care of here. Uh, uh, go if you want to check up on anything. Hey, bartender podcast. Go to heybartenderpodcast.com. We got previous episodes. We got a blog that I don't pay any attention to because I put pretty much say everything I want to say on the podcast. And uh, got uh, Hey Bartender Podcast swag. Go check it out right now. www.heybartenderpodcast.com. Also, if you are into coffee, you are a coffee drinker, try bartendersowncoffee.com. They have a wide selection of different blends, and you can get ground, you can get whole bean, espresso uh, ground, a whole bunch of great, great blends going on there. And they've also got a few novelty coffee cups and coffee makers so if you are in the need of morning wake-up juice, head on over to bartendersowncoffee.com today. Use promo code HEYBARTENDER uh, at checkout and get 20% off your entire order. All right, got business out of the way, so what do you say we get the drink special going here, everybody? Okay, here, pay attention to this one. I got this, I swiped this off the Instagram page of Basement Bartender. Uh, if you want to go check out his uh, Instagram page, he's got a lot of great drink recipes going on in there. And this one I found pretty interesting a little while back. Uh, basement Bartender calls this one Bicycle Thief. Uh, what you need is one ounce of Beef Eater 24, one ounce of Campari, three quarter ounce grapefruit juice, one half ounce lemon, one half ounce simple syrup, garnish with a grapefruit. It shake and strain all in uh, into a highball glass and top it off with soda. Uh, cr- uh, he basement bartender said this is created by Ryan Adair at Curious Concoctions. Uh, he refers to it as a delightful, refreshing, citrus forward, balanced goodness. He made this one with lo- uh, local noteworthy Navy Strength Gin, um, which punched it up in the gym presence, but. Uh, more than the original. So, uh, yeah, go check that out. Go uh, try that drink out. Let me know what you think of it. Dude at HeyBartenderPodcast.com is the email. And, and you know, if you want to be on the show, you want to uh, talk about some of your times as a bartender because a lot of you, unfortunately, are not working right now. You want to talk about your good times as a bartender, maybe even a few bad times, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, and come on my show. Let's sit and BS for a little while. That's all it takes. Or if you got a uh, really cool drink that you would like to show, share with the audience, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I also encourage bands or music acts to contact me 
And if they want their song played on the podcast, because I believe that music and uh, bars and nightclub pretty much goes to alcohol and music go together hand in hand. All you have to do, let me know. Dude at HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Seems kind of weird that I'm going to start talking about this, but it's something that popped up in my head a little bit recently. So I'm, I've, uh, really feel bad for all my fellow bartenders and servers out there who are not working because uh, a lot of states have decided that food service uh, should be shut down until COVID clears up completely, I guess. Uh, and having to deal with uh, wearing a mask when you're trying to talk to a customer, your voice gets hoarse after a while because you find yourself you have to yell through the mask so that the people can hear you, don't you? But, you know, all of that aside for now, uh, I want to talk about how uh, pretty much people in the service industry, or at least myself and a few of my friends, uh, stories I can draw off of, uh, spent our days off. Now, uh, to begin with, most of us, at least from, uh, starting from the beginning, we work nights. And if you're, if you're a bartender, you worked until... Uh, closings, you know, some of you worked until 11 o'clock, didn't get out of there until midnight, 1230. I, myself, most of the bars that I worked at, uh, we close, we stopped serving alcohol at two o'clock and I usually didn't get out of there after cleanup and all that stuff until about three, three thirty. Uh, and then you go home, you, you start to, uh, you watch some trashy TV do something to unwind, and you might get to bed around five or six, probably at the earliest. If you're single like me, if you're a parent, you probably just keep going until your kids wake wake up, and then uh, get them ready to go to school. Then you go to sleep. But I'm not a parent, so that never uh, that never affected me. This is from a single dude's point of view. Although I did have a lot of friends that did have kids or families uh, when they were bartending or serving and yeah uh, life was a little bit rough for them some of them would stay awake as long as they possibly could to get their make sure their kids got off to school others would take advantage of the quiet get a little bit of sleep and then set the alarm for i don't know maybe six or seven make sure that their kids get up get washed up put on some clean clothes get some breakfast in them and then throw them on the bus then they go back to sleep unless they get distracted by something around the house. My friend Shannon was always really bad about that. There are days where I was, I just looked at her and said, when was the last time you slept? And it, but she, she was a real trooper. She had, uh, she had been through it uh, forever. So she knew how to handle herself. Same thing with my friend Barb uh, too, actually, but she, Barb uh, uh, had her husband, Will, and Will was always, really awesome about helping out Barb, uh, you know, getting their son to school and now their daughter. And so, you know, they're real strong family there, but I had to sit back and think, uh, you know, since I was single, I didn't really have much to do. Uh, I would get home, fiddle around on the internet for a little while, maybe watch one or two episodes of a box set that I just bought on dvd and then i'd go to bed 
and um, it was really bad when uh, 24 came out in box set because you know, ever anybody out there remember the TV show 24 every show was a cliffhanger so you sit there you watch it and eh, I got time for one more episode and then sit and watch that one and go eh, maybe one more episode and then it ends on another cliffhanger damn it why does his daughter keep doing that I uh, gotta watch it and then you have to force yourself to go to bed but that's not what I'm getting at. I mean, we all, uh, at the end of our day, we all have our own little rituals. Sure, we get home late at night, but we can't really do anything too loud because we'll wake up. In my case, I lived in an apartment, wake up the neighbors. In uh, my other friend's case, uh, the, my friends that had children, they couldn't do anything because they might wake the kids up. Uh, and so... Uh, you can't really do a whole hell of a lot until the kids are up or uh, gone to school or uh, somebody, the nanny's there if you have one. Uh, but uh, you got to, some of the things you got to really plan for when you have time off. And it's, you start to find out you're, you're working, going through your work week. And then all of a sudden, Thursday rolls around or your Thursday, whatever uh, day of the week that might be, because typically in the service industry, we all have split days off. We, uh, by near nearing the end of our week, we start to look around our uh, place of residence and say to ourselves, wow, I need to do laundry, or ooh, those uh, plates are really piling up in the kitchen. I better do something about that. But then it gets put off until... Uh, your actual day off, but your actual day off. I mean, I got, I got off work around three o'clock, went to bed around six and usually woke up around one, maybe two. And, uh, you know, it was good, you know, unfair eight hours of sleep uh, compared to my friends that had families. But the, the whole thing was the, that, you know, I get some sleep and then I got to be at work by five. So whatever errands I have to do, uh, they got to be quick. Otherwise, I got to do them after work. Like buying groceries when grocery stores. Well, I don't even know if they they do it anymore. Uh, grocery stores open 24 hours. It was easy to go uh, get off work, go to the grocery store, grab a few things, odds and ends just to uh, so that I have breakfast the next morning. I really didn't ever worry about uh you know, actual food, because since I was working in a restaurant, I could always eat there. Uh, but always made sure that I had something to drink like, uh, cause I'm a Coca-Cola addict have been since high school, but, uh, well, no, not since high school before that. However, food wasn't that, uh, really big of a deal. I got made fun of by an ex-girlfriend because when she came over to my apartment for the first time, she said, all you have in your refrigerators is soda and condiments. And I say, I'm not home a lot. And she just laughed at me. And so I'm, uh, when it comes up to the day off, your day off becomes a culmination of everything that you didn't have time for during the week. And you got to stay on top of that sort of thing. You you know, got to get all the dishes done. You got to get the clothes into the washer dryer. You got to, uh, vacuum. You got to clean, clean your whole house. Basically, that's the day to clean it because usually after you're working a shift, you're not in the mood to clean anymore. You're not in the mood to do any more dishes. 
And, uh, you know, I can only imagine what it's like for, well, I was a dishwasher uh, uh, for a restaurant when I lived in the university district in Seattle. And that job was horrible. I absolutely, it, it just felt like there was never any end. Uh, just a reminder to all the people in the service industry, uh, you know, tip out your dishwasher because their job sucks. I mean, really bad. Well, enough talking about that. Uh, the the whole thing about it is uh, the, your weekend, so-called days off, becomes a culmination of everything that you've got to do. So you don't find yourself that uh, able to really plan a weekend, go to the beach or uh, hit the casino or uh, whatever it is you do on your day off or something that you wish you could do on your day off. You got to take care of your home responsibilities and that can kind of bum you out after a little while until all of a sudden one weekend you reach the point of fuck it and you say I'm going to do something that's going to help me relax uh, and uh, to hell with the consequences. But in this day and age, uh, especially during this whole COVID-19 situation, there isn't much you can go out and do. I mean, because all the... Uh, you, you can go shopping, sure, hit the mall, but you got to wear a mask while you're out there and you might not be in the mood to wear a mask, but you got to wear them. It's not just for your safety, it's for everybody else's safety. Uh, public service announcement from Hey Bartender Podcast. But the you can do a little bit of shopping, find, find yourself something that makes you a little bit happy. Uh, or, I, But there's not a lot of stuff open or that uh open for you to do i mean uh vegas is slowly opening back up the indian casinos are slowly opening back up um movie theaters still closed uh the drive-in theaters are open but you find yourself with nothing to do and then so all of a sudden you say i am taking today off because i deserve a day off and nobody can stop me so you grab your favorite bottle of whatever and you decide to Netflix and chill. And I bet most of you have done that and you've all finished uh, a whole bunch of TV series and, or finally watched or figured out how to watch the Avengers movies in chronological order, not, uh, not by the order of release by the order that they would take place in actual history. Uh, then I mean I'm I've done it. I'm I'm not making fun of any of you, but the whole thing is you get bored after a while of doing that. And I found myself at least you, uh, anybody out there can disagree with me that on my days off, even on my days off, I would get bored and decide you know what I'm going to go visit Shannon at the bar or I'm going to go visit Barb at the bar and head and go into the, my own bar that I myself work at and talk with the customers as a customer, talk with, uh, talk with the bartender or hang out with the servers because that's where my friends were at. The people I know, some of them weren't friends, but let's just pretend they, well, they're human beings. I'll, I'll give them that. Maybe there was one guy really weird. Uh, he, on his pinky finger, he had, uh, one long fingernail on his pinky finger. You probably used it for all sorts of stuff, but uh, I remember one of my colleagues, uh, she 
was always really nice to him when she was behind the bar. But whenever he approached her uh, when she wasn't behind the bar, she'd be, get the fuck away from me, you and that gross-ass nail. And so that that would weird him out. And also using the phrase, uh, I, I don't have to, I'm not on the clock right now, so I don't have to be nice to you. That was always a popular one too. She, she, that, that coworker could get, get away with pretty much anything, uh, because everybody loved her. Uh, and you know, they probably took it all as a joke, but, um, most of it probably was a joke, but sometimes I had the feeling like, yeah, she doesn't want to be anywhere around you. You better leave her alone. But I was always sitting around thinking to myself, why would I, uh, leave my house Sure, boredom. Late at night, well, it's the only thing open late at night is a local bar, uh, and hang out where I work. Uh, well, that's where everybody I know is. You know, I can't go into another bar uh, and try to get to learn, uh, get to know somebody new. That's really tough to do, especially for a guy like me. But go to the bar that I work at. I mean, nobody in any other uh, job out there, I'm sure does that. Well, there was one dork that I knew when I worked for the news newspaper that he took the week off, but he came in just to say hi during everybody, during the lunch hour that everybody was required to take. And I scowled at him. I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? You come in here on your day off uh, on your week off just to have lunch with us. Okay. Something's wrong with you, buddy. But we go, we leave, we, we are actually excited. Okay, finally, I hit my weekend. And what do we do? We go back and spend it with our bar customers and our uh, coworkers, colleagues that uh, we work in the service industry with. Almost seems weird, but I've like I've said a dozen times before, the all of our colleagues, bartenders, servers, dishwashers, uh, sometimes the managers, we're like family. We all take care of each other and we actually feel comfort around each other. That's just one of those things, isn't it? We all hang out with each other. Can we all talk with each other if we're not busy? And we, we, I've gone over to other people's, my colleagues' houses to celebrate their child's birthday, graduations, uh, whatever else. And it's, you know, it's just working. Uh, it's being comfortable around your, they're your bar family. I mean, and it's just, uh, you're all comfortable around each other and that's the way the world works. So spending your day off with your bar family, that isn't all that far fetched, but it does every once in a while make you wonder. I wonder if, uh, on his day off, Elon Musk goes into the factory and builds one car just for fun, you know, just, Hey guys, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much everything's on autopilot in my office, and uh, I don't really have to work today because the shares are skyrocketing, and I'm pretty much I drove here on dividends. So uh, how does that steering wheel go on? Can you picture that? That'd be kind of funny. But you know, your friends, uh, it's the only thing you can do at that point in time because if you have friends outside of the service industry, odds are they probably already went to bed because they've got what is referred to as a real job and they went to bed at around 10 and you know, you're not going to go to sleep until early as three because you're used to getting off work around that time. 
I, it ruined relationships for me a couple times, uh, because the girl I was dating couldn't understand that I can't go to bed at 10 o'clock because usually that's, uh, when I'm my, that's my main hour. That's when I'm working. That's during my day. That's like noon. I can't just go to bed at 10 o'clock. And uh, a couple times they just couldn't understand that and thought that I really wasn't into the relationship. No, I was into the relationship. I just couldn't go to bed at 10 o'clock when I'm used to going to bed around 5 or 6 a.m. There's people out there that just don't understand how the biological clock works. And if you screw that up even a little, you're a wreck. I mean, somebody's got out out there's got to agree with me a little bit, right? I mean, there were days off where I knew I couldn't get a hold of any friends. I couldn't, uh, I didn't want to go to the bar. And so I'd go to a local Indian casino and, you know, promise myself I'm only going to spend this much money. And I usually stuck to that. There were some days where I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit, but I promised myself because the casino was like an hour and a half away and with nothing else to do and knowing the casino was open 24 hours, I'd just drive out there, play for a couple hours and until I started uh, realizing if I'm, if I'm winning, I would play until I'd start realizing, okay, uh, it's probably going to start to get pretty unsafe for me to drive home. So I better leave now. Or if I'm losing, I go home a lot earlier. Uh, that's just, that, that was like the getaway. It was, you know, I'm tired of being around people that I know. I just, I just want to go somewhere else. I need a different venue, different scenery. And, you know, and I didn't want to just try out another bar where I don't know anybody. And plus to do something fun at the same time. Because, uh, you know, movies... Movie theaters, yeah, all fine and dandy, but what if there's nothing that I want to see at that point in time? So I chose the casino. The If I had multiple days off in a row, I might even go, go to the Oregon coast because I, I bartended in Oregon, and uh, which, by the way, uh, if anybody out there li- that's listening is anywhere on the West Coast and you are affected by the fires that are happening all along the West Coast, Oregon, Washington, California, uh, hang in there. Uh, everything's going to be fine soon. And if you're not, find a way to help out your fellow bartenders, servers. Find a way to help out the local firefighters who are out there risking their lives to get these fires out, keep the West Coast beautiful, and... Uh, you know, because you know, a donate to like the American Red Cross or some kind of food bank, because they could. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who's who are displaced from their homes right now, and uh, also the firefighters are really risking their lives, saving us once again. So uh, that's all I have to say about that. The kind of a turn on that, but. Um, yeah, on the weekends, every once in a while, I'd head out to the Oregon coast and just uh, spend a day there because it was when I li- lived in Portland. It's not like I just it's not like you guys in California who can just say I'm off work. I'm headed to the beach to go surfing if you do surf because in the o- Oregon coast. Yeah, they had a uh, 
they had a really great ocean for surfing. But if you didn't have a, a wetsuit, you're in a freezier fucking ass off out there. It was really fucking cold. So uh, I don't think I've ever stuck my feet in the water on in the California coast. I have on in Florida and uh, you people on the Atlantic side of the United States, you got like a warm bath over there. It's incredible. It uh, actually weirded out this Oregonian from uh, when I, you know, got to Miami beach and started walking towards the water and was like, Oh my God, this feels amazing. Oh my God. That woman has a bikini on. Cause you don't see that on the Oregon coast. Cause uh, probably the sexiest thing that you see on the Oregon coast is a hoodie. Uh, uh, you know, that's, pretty much it because the wind is cold the water's cold and to actually go to a beach where women feel comfortable enough to wear a swimsuit that was that was like i'm on a different planet no just on the wrong side of the united states the sun set in a weird spot to me but the one thing i did enjoy about having days off midweek uh was that i could do anything during the day that I wanted and there was nobody around. Everybody else was at work. So, uh, you know, I could go to the mall and not have to fight lines. I could uh, go to, well, a movie theater and not worry about the movie being sold out or uh, anything. I, you know, you, you, um, having midday, midweek days off was awesome pretty much because, I had the town to myself while everybody else was at a so-called real job. And people used to say that to me all the time when, uh, why don't you get a real job? Still hate that phrase. And that way you can have Saturdays and Sundays off, spend it with your family. And I sit back and say, well, first of all, a job is a job. This is, this is work, not work. Work is a four letter word. That, sorry, I uh, lost my mind there for a second. But they, they'd they say you would have Saturdays and Sundays off. And I said, yeah, but everybody has Saturdays and Sundays off. And so I would have to fight the lines. I'd have to fight the crowds. I'd have to drive around looking for a parking space. Having Wednesday and Thursday off, I don't have to do the, all that stuff. Or uh, I think my days off were like Tuesday, Wednesdays. I don't have to do all that stuff. I... Uh, I can go to the mall, get a good parking space, don't have to uh, worry about fighting somebody for uh, whatever product that I need or you know, anything. I can just wander in and wander out. Quick trip, done. And uh, that that was one of the cool things about having midweek days off. But everybody, that was one of the arguments that some people used to come up to me about about having a real job is, well, you can have Saturday and Sunday off. Well, everybody has Saturday and Sunday off, so uh, I don't uh, I don't want to have to deal with all that hectic stuff. Uh, uh, that's just it. You know, it gives anxiety, don't you think? On the other hand, though, there were times where I had uh, nights off, and my regular customers, uh, when I worked at one of the bars that I used to work at, they had a service industry night. So anybody who could prove to me that they work in a bar restaurant or if I already knew them already as working in a bar or restaurant, they got a discount on their tap. So, uh, that, 
so I knew pretty much all the waitresses and servers all around town. And so every once in a while, myself or mostly when I was hanging out with Shannon, she and I would go to the uh, our customers' uh, bar or restaurant to go visit them. They always come and visit us. We got to go visit them, and you know we support each other. And it became this huge joke after a while because uh, our favorite customers, uh, they worked in corporate restaurants in the same town that we did, but they were such awesome customers, and we'd go and visit them once in a while, but they'd come and visit, visit us because their restaurant closes like 10, 11 o'clock. And so immediately they'd come over to our bar because we closed at one and they'd come in, they'd uh, joke around with us. They'd tip the shit out of us. So we uh, felt the need to go visit them and reciprocate that a little bit. Then all of a sudden it became this huge joke. It's like bartenders and servers. We don't really Get, we don't really tip each other. We kind of circulate the money. And so we'll give it to you this week, and then you'll give it back to me next week. And, oh, hi, we're here again. Hey, you left this at my bar. And, oh, okay, I'll give, give it back to you next week. That's, how, that's the way it was. And that was kind of fun. And uh, I do miss those times. And uh, it's, except for when I went to one of those, uh, I needed a job at the time and went into... Uh, one of the corporate restaurants in that town that I worked at. And because one of my f- customers, she's like, Oh, you got to come work for us. Come on. And the first thing I see when I walk in for my interview is everybody getting together to sing happy birthday to a customer. She comes over and says hi to me and I was, Oh, great. You made it. And I said, yeah, and I'm leaving. And she quickly grabbed me by the arm and pulled me in and I was like, oh, fine. Yeah. I don't, I feel sometimes I feel sorry for you guys that have to sing happy birthday in those corporate places. Uh, it's like that movie waiting. Nobody's hearts in it. They just know they have to do it. But that was a fun way to spend a little bit of time off is to go, you know, visit and or harass uh, your, your customers. Cause you know, I, my favorite thing was always to go in and say, uh, Hey, I'm going to come in and see you at your restaurant tomorrow. I'm going to, uh, play the world's worst customer, so be prepared. And they they just look at me with this shocked look in their eye and go, please don't. And But I never did. I was always cool, except to one guy, but he forgave me afterwards. You don't need to know about it. There was one friend of mine who was going to school at the time that I could spend my nights off with because uh, he really didn't mind. We were both in our early 20s. We didn't really mind staying up late. But... Uh, I think I probably uh, kept him out too late where he probably failed a couple of his classes because of me uh, probably, or at the very least barely stayed awake during his class just because I kept him out too late. But uh, it, you know, nobody's going to tip the strippers uh, unless I'm there. Uh, No, I'm kidding. Uh, There's plenty of people to tip the strippers and, but uh, you know, they don't tip themselves. (laughs) <laughs> that's enough of that now's the time where i bring on my music guest uh, this week i am bringing back some old friends of mine i am bringing back Beachmaster. i've used them a couple times throughout this podcast and uh you can go back and check out the list on Podbean or itunes find where they're at uh beach 
tell you a, a quick bit of trivia for you. Two of the members of Beach Master, uh, I used to actually play in a band with them back in high school. Uh, we used to be called the Fuzzy Peaches back then. Yeah, well, we were kids. What are you going to do? And uh, we used to play Metallica, Alice in Chains covers and stuff like that. But they went on and uh, got themselves a good, good band when all of us went our separate ways after high school. And they got themselves a good band together. And uh, I got the permission to use their music. And you know what? I love this album. So from their album, Beachmaster, here is Beachmaster with their single Dirty Tricks. No matter how I try, I'll never come out on top. Seem like I always get the shorty under the stick. You keep on saying these delusions have got to stop. I can't help thinking that they're playing their dirty tricks. Dirty tricks. Tricks. 
From Portland, Oregon, that was Beachmaster with their single Dirty Tricks. If you want to find out more about them, get on to bandcamp.com. That's where I go to find all the independent artists that I put on this show. I love to support independent artists that are putting music out there. So if you want to be on the show, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, and I will get you on my show because a lot of you guys are not getting the airplay at all that you all deserve because there's some brilliant music out there and it's just not getting played because the airwaves are completely blocked up by J-Lo and, uh, you know, all those, uh, Beyonce and uh, whoever, I, I don't know. I don't even listen to mainstream radio anymore. So, uh, yeah, if you want your band on uh, on my show, just let me know. I'd love to have you on. Last quick thing I'm going to talk about real quick that I remember just recently. Uh, when you get off your shift, uh, everybody, if you wear a uniform, if you're forced to wear something so that everybody looks like that, you know, they work at the same place, uh, make sure you keep that on. I mean, uh, there was a period of time where I'd get off work and I'd take off the loud freaking Hawaiian shirt and throw it in my car before driving home. Now, keep in mind, people, that you've been slinging drinks all night long. You've been slinging food all night long. And if you're, uh, if you spilled something on yourself or uh, like, say there was a horrible tragic accident with a bottle of Tangeray, you're going to smell like gin to high heaven, uh, until you get home and shower or, and wash your clothes. But usually after three o'clock in the morning, the cops are out and they're looking for, drunk drivers uh, after uh, after two o'clock let's say and they're looking for drunk drivers they're just doing their job just making sure that the keep the streets safe and keep you safe at the same time because if you're if there's a person that's drunk in their car they really shouldn't be on the road they could end up hurting themselves or somebody else but that's not the point that I'm getting to keep your uniform on when you're driving home because if you get pulled over and you smell like alcohol, but you've got a shirt that they recognize when you're uh, uh, because they've been to your bar or they know of your bar. That's your proof that you weren't uh, drinking all night long, and that and it might make the pullover a little bit easier. I'm not saying it's foolproof, but I mean because they can still make other assumptions, and then uh, all hell break loose, and you all of a sudden you go viral on TikTok. But that's that'll make your pullover go a little bit easier if you're wearing your uniform because the cop will realize, okay, this guy was working. That's the reason why he smells like stale beer. A long time ago, I was pulled over. I was driving home, and I uh, all of a sudden the lights come on behind me, and I'm like, ah, crap. And so I pull over quickly to the side of the road, grab my wallet, throw it on t- on the dash, and then keep my hands at 10 and 2 and wait there patiently until the cop walks up. And they, of course, shine that spotlight in my rearview mirror, and that blinds the shit out of me. And along with the mag light that they're shining in my rearview mirror, that's also blinding the shit out of me. And all of a sudden, the cop walks up and says, Hey, Anthony, what's up? And I look up, and I, I knew the guy uh, because he worked. Uh, he used to come into my bar and I was like, oh, Jesus, man, what's going on? What are you doing tonight? 
And he goes, oh, nothing. I just wanted to uh, see how you're doing. I said, that's all you're doing? You just pulled me over just to see how I was doing? I really appreciate it, but uh, you're freaking me out here. And he goes, yeah, I'm just screwing with you a little bit. And he, he we BS'd for uh, two, three minutes and asked how my night was and anything happened. And I said, nah, I, nah, everything was cool. And then eventually he says, well, I got to get back to it. I'll talk to you later. I'll see you Saturday. And I said, cool. And I pulled off the, uh, pulled onto the highway and I went all the way, rest of the way home. And he brought that up a couple months later when he first pulled me over. I was in a realm of broke that you wouldn't believe. Well, some of you would believe. Uh, and I was kind of riding dirty at the time. And uh, when uh, he brought it up a couple of months later, he says, yeah, I pulled Anthony over and he's uh, he got all freaked out. It was funny. And I said, dude, you fr- it freaked me out because I didn't have insurance on my car. In Oregon, it, it was... Uh, it's illegal to drive without insurance. And he's like, what? And I said, I said, I've, I have insurance now. I, you know, I finally got the money to get insurance because insurance prices for, uh, somebody in their early twenties, uh, was absolutely insane. Uh, especially when they also, uh, compare your driving record along with your, uh, credit report, then, uh, insurance just got stupid but my driving record was clean. Just my credit was shit. And finally I got my life together after a couple months and decided, okay, that was too close. What if it wasn't that guy that uh, I know and they ran a check on me, then they would have taken my car and I would have that on my driving record for the rest of my life. So I immediately got my shit together, got insurance on my car and it was red Plymouth neon. I mean, I don't know what the point of insurance on that thing was. If you crash it, it's dead. But, uh, you know, I got, uh, I got insurance and I told him that I made sure to stress that two, three, four times. And he, uh, he laughs and he's like, yeah, that's why you were so freaked out that night. And I said, you damn right. I was so, Anyway, people, it is last call, last call for alcohol. Come on up to the bar. I mean, well, right now we're taking social distancing to uh, astronomical levels because this is a podcast recorded. And so, now you know, let, uh, pretend you're coming up to the bar. Go over to your kitchen and grab yourself a shot or something like that. Uh, first of all, want to thank the basement bar, uh, basement bartender for letting me steal, whether he knows it or not, the drink special for today. Uh, go check out his Instagram page, underscore, uh, basement underscore bartender, uh, on Instagram. Uh, also want to thank Beachmaster. You know, uh, mostly the reason why I wanted to use Beachmaster this week is because, uh, another member of my band back in high school reposted a picture of the four of us posing for the yearbook uh, together because they didn't get any photos of us playing at the talent show. He reposted a photo of us that, uh, you know, took me back. I was just like, yeah, yeah, good times, good, good friends. And I weighed about 60 pounds less. And, but it it was, it's funny, the picture, because it was like, which these things do not, uh, are not like the other. Cause uh, I stuck out like a sore thumb the three three other guys they had 
long hair, uh, wearing rock and roll shirts and tattered jeans, flannels. Me, I'm wearing uh, reasonable jeans. Uh, actually, I think I hit my last growth spurt because when I look at the picture and my jeans are one or two inches too short. Uh, and I'm wearing like a generic sports t-shirt i looked like a dork and i was hanging out with uh uh grunge rockers uh, they needed me at the time because i was the only drummer that they could find that own actually owned a drum kit but uh still uh you know hats off to you guys i miss you guys i loved playing with you guys uh you know you never know one of these days fuzzy peaches uh, might do a comeback concert just for for fun we have hell we can do it like metallica did with their song blackened <laughs> anyway thank you for listening to hey bartender podcast remember if you want to check out anything hey bartender podcast head on over to the website www.heybartenderpodcast.com and pick yourself up a t-shirt help support the podcast by picking up a t-shirt also if you're in the mood for some good wake up morning juice head on over to bartenderzowncoffee.com and remember to use promo code HeyBartender at checkout. You get 20% off your entire order. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you all for listening and remind you guys that Hey Bartender Podcast wishes all of you lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go?